Today on 321 Liftoff, our guest will be Paul O'Leary, Director of Marketing for the USSSA, United States Specialty Sports Association. You'll find out why athletes and sports teams from all over the United States come to this sports complex to compete and showcase their skills. It's coming right up, right here on 321 Liftoff. Three, two, one, liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome to 3-2-1 Liftoff. I'm Wayne Belden, the president of Belden Communications, the publisher of the Space Coast Fun Guide and SpaceCoastFunGuide.com. We'll be bringing you 3-2-1 Liftoff each week, talking about tourism on Florida's fabulous Space Coast. With me is the host of 3-2-1 Liftoff, Bonnie King, former Deputy Director of the Space Coast Office of Tourism, as well as the past President of the Florida Film Commission. Bonnie, are we ready to blast off on 321 Liftoff? Yes. Hey, all right. Okay. Happy Friday. Isn't this great? I mean, today we are here at the USSSA Space Coast Stadium, where the young sports competitors from across the United States come to compete in baseball as well as enjoy the attractions that we have here on Florida Space Coast. We will have our tourism conversation with Paul O'Leary, the marketing director for USSSA, which stands for the United States Specialty Sports Association. The national headquarters is right here on the Space Coast, and as locals, we not only have the opportunity to watch these young competitors hone their skills and enjoy the thrill of competition, but also our hometown sees an economic boom as these visitors not only come to compete, but also stay to play and make a vacation out of this opportunity. 321 Liftoff is brought to you in part by the Beachside Hotel and Suites on Cocoa Beach, offering a great overnight vacation destination when you plan to visit Florida Space Coast and by Longboard's Restaurant and Tiki Bar, located at the Hilton Oceanfront on Cocoa Beach, offering a fabulous ambiance with great food and drink, and of course, by the SpaceCoastFunGuide.com, where you will learn what there is to see and do on this fabulous area and where to do it. Joining me is my good friend, John Belden. John, how are you? Vice President of Belden Communications. Good morning, Bonnie. I I love it. I'm watching baseball, and I'm going to try and stay on, on point here with the podcast, but this is one heck of a view. I got to say, we have a great view. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. All I need is a hot dog and a beer, and I'm ready to go. So <laughs> you, <laughs> USSSA has brought a lot of attention to our area as we welcome these amateur competitors. Which you use the word amateur, but they play at a pro level. I got to tell you, and we can see how how they work together as a team, which is awesome. Uh, as a parent of two young children, I see how participating in sports teaches respect teamwork and persistence uh, and after talking with Paul and hearing about their mission we will see how USSSA lives up to the saying that sports is more than just a game uh, joining us in our conversation is our producer Phil Bird how you doing there Phil what's up everybody hello <laughs> and my father Wayne Belden president of Belden Communications how you doing there pop oh fantastic man I'm in heaven I'm looking at all these ball games going on here right in front of us yep. but you know I think John that you hit the nail on the head when you talk about sports and what it teaches our young people the Space Coast realized the potential with USSSA and now together our Area offers the beautiful location with top-notch facilities for these young athletes to learn, to compete, and to play. Absolutely. And no doubt sports is a part of our lives, both emotionally and mm-hmm. socially. So let's start our tourism conversation with the marketing director here at USSSA, Paul O'Leary. What a great Thank you, name. Bonnie. I appreciate it. Hey, Paul, it. we're glad you're here. <laughs> I'm glad what, to be here. I'm telling you, I drove up today, and I mean, I knew it was going to be, you know, 
active, but I did not wow. realize how active at like 8.30 in the morning this mm-hmm. morning. Parking lot's all full. All these families <laughs> are here to watch all these young people play and compete. Yeah. You, we, uh, you have a great job. We do. We, um, I mean, I'm, I always say I have the best job in the world. Yeah. We, we, we make magic every day. Uh, Disney does not have the the copyright on just making magic. Isn't we do it? here. That's right. We and uh, I know you had to walk um, some distance when you I parked did, today. I did, but that's okay. You know, it's, uh, it's get good, your steps in. Good for the hips. Yeah. <coughs> Got my yeah. workout. <laughs> that's right. We, we uh, this actually, uh, interestingly enough, is one of the smaller tournaments we have going on this summer. It's a 38 team tournament. Next week we have 157 starting on uh, Monday, and then wow. we have another 150. Five coming on And each Thursday. of those teams have what? Maybe 10? Uh, at least. At least um, and they'll have bring, obviously, parents. And they bring their parents. parents family. Right. Oh, it's, you go in the hotels wonderful. around here. It's awesome. You I see know. all the ball yeah, players. When they're coming in, they're going out. And, and it's just <laughs> such camaraderie with this, which is a great thing of sports, you know? Remember years ago when there was nothing out here? Yes. So it's interesting you even pick up on that. So with the pro team that we own as well, we played games out here, I think, in 2011 and 2012. And I remember coming out here, working with the team, and... Uh, when we got off the exit from 95, it was the Fisk exit, not the Vieira one, because obviously that didn't exist. Mm-hmm. The only thing that was out here, the Publix that had obviously recently opened, there was the government center, and then there was just the stadium that kind of came into view as we drove down down Fisk. And I said, where are we? <laughs> um, now, obviously, the, the state, the, it, it felt that way. Um, but obviously, it was conveniently located. I mean, we were in here from Orlando in less than an hour and, and yeah, right. from the airport. So it was it was fine. But it was very strange to feel far away, but at the same time, very connected. And now, of course, when we... Uh, yeah, wow. Built the complex out here, you know, in 2017. I mean, even since then, there's been so much an explosion of growth, new roads, new exits from the subdivisions, highway. Retail, subdivisions, retail. Absolutely. Um, everybody wants to be near the stadium and check yeah, it out. They do. I mean, the, the man from Chick-fil-A, um, the new Chick-fil-A that just opened, he um, he was like, I need to come talk to you guys. And we haven't heard from him because he's been too busy. Uh, <laughs> so man, been, what a what a business model they have, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can Lord. you imagine? So give us a little bit of the history of U-Triple-S-A and how, did, sure. and how you wound up here. Um, absolutely. So, um, so U-Triple-S-A. Triple SA actually was founded in 1968, so we're over 50 years old now, um, and it was founded up in Wisconsin uh, by some guys uh, that were involved in organizing slow-pitch softball tournaments. Um, so we're talking underarm pitch, uh, mm-hmm. male at the time, and um, and basically they wanted to have you know an alternative place to play, and uh, so they started coming together, arranging, growing, we exploded through the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and then um, uh, the, the original CEO was a, was a man called Al Ramsey, and Al sadly passed away in the late 90s, and and uh, his successor was uh, a man uh, by the name of Don DiDonatis, and uh, senior. And he actually went ahead and said, well, um, slow pitch is great. We, I mean, he was a slow pitch guy. He'd run slow pitch tournaments in Michigan his whole life. He was involved in slow pitch. And uh, he used to play baseball as well himself. And he said, you know, we need to do other sports. Let's do baseball. Let's Great vision. Do, let's do – so the association changed its name from the United States Slow Pitch Softball Association to the United States uh, Specialty Sports Association. And um, we, I believe, still have the largest baseball program for youth in the in the country. And uh, we have fast pitch softball as well for the girls. Uh, we also have some soccer and we have some uh, lacrosse and uh, basketball, et cetera, et cetera, as well now. So, um, But uh, wow. the diamond sports are obviously our mainstay that we do. But um, So we went ahead and um, and we had explosive growth with that and um, and – we then did a 20-year contract with Disney, moved down to Florida. The headquarters from the 80s had been in Petersburg, Virginia. And then we were on the Osceola Heritage site there in Kissimmee. They built an office space for us, and we then had explosive growth again. We outgrew that facility, used uh, 24 fields at Disney, the five there, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then we were finally looking for a place to be our own home. We had mm-hmm. control of So we, we were shopping, if you like. And we had uh, many places across the country courting us um, from uh, 
Sanford, Daytona. They're courting us. They were. They were. <laughs> they courting they, us. They, they They're so were, London right now. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'd have to. Uh, uh, forgive. Uh, yeah, forgive my vernacular. But uh, Phil anyway. hasn't courted in years. He's I married. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but no, they were courting us from all over the country, and and uh, and then um, strange enough, Robin Fisher um, out here yep. called Don. And he said, uh, you know, the Nationals are leaving, and uh, he said, yeah, so this place is going to be empty. Would it be something you'd be interested in? And Don said. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, we've been out there. We know the location's great. It's convenient. You know, the stadium needs obviously some work, but we, you know, that's figured out. So we did civil engineering plans, and uh, and then basically spent, um, you know, in partnership with the TTC, we spent thirty six million dollars and developed a fifteen, you know, field all turf facility that's basically the finest I mean, of the country. Listen, wow. you 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 can come to the Space Coast, <laughs> yeah. and you can play baseball while rocket launches are going off, and and you have the beach right here. What a better location than here? I mean, this is fantastic. Yeah. And we, we're so lucky because yes. when these people do come here, they stay for vacation afterwards because they, they go we're going to florida they're i mean going to the beach they're going to kennedy we we actually so interestingly enough each year we have in the summer we had one that it was canceled because of lightning sadly the other day but we have opening ceremonies for the the larger national tournaments so uh we have a festival for one on uh, i think monday um but usually those will do a parade of athletes olympic style they'll parade through the it'll be announced through the stadium and they'll have a festival atmosphere outside where we have face painters and uh, cool. magicians and djs um we had one i think a couple of years ago because we didn't do one during the, the covid year that we don't want to talk about uh, <laughs> nobody, nobody in the world wants to talk about uh the year that time forgot but um but no we had one i think it was in 2019 where there was a rocket launch that went off during the opening ceremony so we, cool actually, we, 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 oh, we got the athletes in and we said, um, at this point, um, the launch is going ahead. We're in the final countdown. Um, we're going to suspend all the uh, speeches and stuff that we had with athletes up there talking. We said, well, we're going to put on the video board. We put the NASA TV up there, and we had um, them watch. And, of course, the rocket went off, and all the kids got to watch So it. did you take credit for wow. it and say, yeah, we, we contacted we Elon? You. And that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would have done yeah, we, we tweeted Elon. We asked if he could just do it for us. Just, now, but, come uh, on. He'll reply to you. <laughs> yeah. He will. I know. Is that accessible? Yeah. Let me he get actually, on it right now. He, yeah. He, uh, he actually built, they just have a new Tesla charging station. Say about that. Nothing being here and now there's actually a supercharging station right across the bridge now in Vieira Boulevard so um, he actually uh, has tweeted from there saying I'm here at the new charging station and we're like oh that's just down the street on an annual basis uh, how can you estimate how many young people go through here? So um, we do have uh, counts. We do have a ticketing system that we do for, but it doesn't always count everyone because it depends on the structure. We've we've gone through revisions of how they're counted. We, yes, we do is the the short answer, but the long answer is more detailed. But we um, we know that uh, I can tell you. I don't have specifics with me, but 2020 we were slammed. Right even though it was a COVID year. So we had higher numbers in 2020 come through this facility than we did in 2019. Do you think because it's an outside it's an outside, outside, that, outside that thing? Yeah. We, we were actually the first place to reopen in the United States to play. So in May really? May of 2020, um, Good Morning America, we had a, a segment in there, New York Times, all these people were blowing us up because we were the first place between the governor and obviously working with the county and, and everyone to, uh, and we saw it, obviously we followed um, count, um, COVID procedures, but um, yeah, we were the first place uh, and outdoor I, helped. I, I hate to put you on the spot, but can you guesstimate how many uh, of come come through here um, it's in the hundreds of thousands hundreds of thousands mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of athletes because as I'm sitting here and I'm behind you we're in the uh, press box at the top of the stadium and I'm looking down on the field and there's a, a game going on right now and out and beyond the wall the outfield wall are two teams getting ready to play mm -hmm. and I'm just sitting here thinking through the year all the years all, all these young people go through here yes. they're going to grow up and get yep. married and have children themselves and they're all going to know about this place right yep so i mean the but marketing but we, is just we see we see that already in in siblings so you think about we uh, we started the the construction stuff here in late 2016 2017 and then we had our soft opening
happening. And since then, we've already had teams go through here where older athletes have played and now yep. the younger siblings are playing. So it's that is already taking place. And we saw the same thing happen when we had uh, the contract with Wide World Sports at Disney. We saw people coming through and siblings and, you know, yeah, yeah. continuously go through it. Now, considering the year we have, do you think you've sold more beer this year than last year? <laughs> <laughs> he always has to get that in. <laughs> it's always well, that's beer. important information, It buddy. is, right? We, the people want to know. <laughs> hey, come on. If they had wine, <laughs> she wouldn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do have wine. We, yeah, we do have wine here. Those little cup wines. Yeah, we've had, we've, had the, we've had the cup wines through here. Yeah. Those things are so cool, man. See? Have you seen yeah. those? Yeah. Those yeah. little things of wine. I get so excited to talk about. That's a problem. Anyways, you can't have baseball or softball or anything without beer. You got you got to have beer dogs. and hot, hot dogs. dogs. So Absolutely. I would imagine that during the tough year, as we say, right, mm -hmm. when people come out, I would I'd imagine like, you know, it's time to let loose. And, and so the time that we sell the most alcoholic beverages um, are during slow pitch. So our slow pitch season, it's, uh, which obviously the association was founded on. So we do have, I think, the oldest uh, in the world. Um, men's major division uh, right. the oldest in the world no no other association in the country or in the world has over 50 years of history for that so um but during those times and those events uh, that's where we we see a lot of alcohol consumption go up I, I don't have any figures on it but i'm sure we get from the, <laughs> the concession partner i'm sure could give reports i'll, on I'll check my bank account i'm sure i put a big portion <laughs> in there you know we were just watching a little while ago the the, the women Yes. Girls or I, girls, women, slow pitch. What, the way they wind up their hands and throw, whatever. The fast Wayne, pitch. That's fast a, pitch. Fast pitch. I'm sorry. Slow pitch. Fast pitch. Anyway, there's a Wayne, difference, Bonnie. There, I, I, I there is a difference. But Wayne, you had a you had an interesting um, conversation with me regarding that. Can you? Right from up here, yeah. watching these girls fast pitch, yep. it doesn't look fast. But oh. when you're down in that yeah. batter's box, let Shoot. me tell you, it is a blur. That's true. I, I I got the winning hit one year in baseball, and I was I was up, and bases were loaded, and I got hit right in the head. And yeah, you talk about this. So fight. now we know. We that won. Explains. <laughs> I'm telling you, I got knocked out, but we won the game because obviously, you know, I got hit, and all the came in. But but but. The, to your point, that that thing came so fast, I didn't have time to move. <laughs> they hit me right in the yeah, temple. It's, it's, it's amazing how, and um, we've seen, so the Women's College World Series has done a lot over the years uh, for the NCAA to raise the profile of, of women's softball and fast pitch. Um, and it used to be that the thought was that was the end of that career. So if you grew up playing fast pitch, you know, you played at the youth level, you played maybe at the school, you you then went ahead and played in college if you were good enough and, and got scholarships, etc. But then after that, unless you were good enough to be an Olympian, that was it. Well, now, of course, we here have... Uh, the protein, the uh, UAAA Pride, which we've owned since 2009, and uh, we used to be involved with the NPF, um, and there are other, you know, independent um, teams as well. But um, there's a place for these young athletes to play. That's, I mean, part of it is that you know the, the boys. It's a very easy transition. They either go off to college and they play collegiately, and they go into their minor leagues, major leagues, etc. So awesome. Um, but for the girls, there wasn't really a place to play. So one of the missions, I suppose, that Don had um, when Don was CEO, Don Senior, he, he his mission was definitely about giving the girls a place to play. Mm -hmm. he, so we want to give them the same opportunity the boys have. It's important. Um, it's and great. it's incredibly important. So we we have now, I mean, the, the, the Pride are playing tonight. I'll get my plug in there. They're playing tonight here at 7 p.m., so come out. <laughs> um, right. And they're buy playing. Uh, they'll be buying your tickets now. Exactly. U-A-Pride.com slash tickets. <laughs> but, they are, but they are also, I mean, they're playing uh, throughout the rest and through um, um, mid-August. But um, they're playing home games here and a few on the road as well but but for that i mean we have young fast pitch athletes like you were saying who are playing on the field right now they idolize these women these these women are they're the lebron james to them they're, they're, and and they've looked up to them their whole life they followed their career through college they followed them before that and they, they follow them on social media um and get huge interaction and they, they look at these women in that same way so um there's no other place in the world i would guarantee it that you can have such access to to those those professional athletes so is this all year long 
So um, yeah, we have events here all year yeah. long. So um, one of the things I didn't talk about with U2SA is that um, the, the association as a whole is nationwide. So we have 3,500 directors uh, running events throughout the country, about uh, something like 280,000 teams, 45,000 events a year. Um, and so millions of athletes come through and play U2SA sports. But we here at this complex, we have something basically 52 weeks of the year. Uh, the summer awesome. season, obviously it works with school, travel right. ball seasons, um, and it depends on the sport. But uh, but the summer is the busiest time, and we're in the thick of it right now where we have overlapping events day in, day out with the parking lot fall. That's exciting. Um, and and it, it is exciting. And then when we overlap on top of that, that we have the professional women's team as well. I mean, the pride has it. They're playing um, Olympic national teams. They're playing Team Mexico Amazing, next week. They're going to Tokyo. We're playing Team Canada tonight, and they're going to the Olympics. So, wow. do you get to go with them at, at all? Or? Sadly, not. I have travelled with the team before. I mean, I've worked for UWSA since uh, 2009, and um, when we first got the Pride, and um, I have been on some many road trips with the Pride. Uh, I was going to internationally ask as well. How you got involved with all this? So, what's um, your history? My own. Oh, that sounds very <laughs> ominous. Uh, <laughs> all right, Barbara Walters. <laughs> over there. Well, hold on, hold yeah, on. You're, you're obvious, before, before obviously. I'm going to uh, make him cry in a moment. Yeah, well, I want to know. You're obviously not from around here. I, I'm not. I, I do. <laughs> um, so Bonnie, uh, Bonnie, and I have seen. I've known Bonnie obviously for years, but uh, I've seen Bonnie at uh, some of these chamber meetings and other the sales action. And one of my favorite lines is uh, when people say, "Introduce yourself." You know, they always say, "You know, um, tell us a bit about yourself." The first thing I say is, "My name is Paul, and um, I'm not from around here." <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Paul, you're not from around here. Let's find out some three things that you may not know about Paul or you may not know about the U-Triple-S-A. All right. All right. Okay. Three things you need to know brought to you by Longboard Tiki Beach Grill. So if you go ahead there, okay. Paul, tell us three things. Uh, one thing, um, the current CEO and uh, the former CEO, uh, Don Dinatis, uh, Senior and Junior, both played for the Detroit Tigers. Get out of here. Yeah, both drafted by the Tigers. The Whoa. Tigers. Yes. Check it. Uh, Yankee Killers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. What, was the, what was the name of that stadium? It was like around forever. It like opened, uh, what was Tiger Stadium called? Briggs Stadium. Okay. It was they opened like the day when after the Titanic sank. Briggs, that was Briggs Stadium. <laughs> That's the only MLB fact I know. That's why I had to pull that one out. Because yeah. he seemed like a Yankee to me. <laughs> well, he, he um, Don Senior is, is a Yankee fan. Yes, he's a gotcha. Yankee fan. But so he played for the awesome. He paid for the Tigers. But, okay. Uh, and uh, another fact um, is that uh, back in the seventies, our corporate lawyer was uh, Fred Thompson, who was the two thousand eight presidential candidate and uh, wow. former governor of Tennessee. He's also in uh, Die Hard too. I, he I, he's is, a great actor. He's great actor. I like he, him. He's obviously passed since then yeah. too. But uh, but he was actually also the attorney for the Watergate scandal. One of the attorneys there as well. Wow. So, uh, wow. so he was uh, he was our corporate attorney. So. He's in our history that we have. We have you know, magazines. Interesting. Know yeah. that. I know. That's yes. very I know. interesting. Yes, I didn't know that either. You so. did very good. Yeah, that's that's one. You um, didn't know that either. I, I didn't know about him being a Watergate until learning more about gotcha. his history. And uh, and when he was alive, we had uh, discussed inducting him to the Hall of Fame. And uh, then, sadly, of course, he passed away. So, but um, okay. And number three. So the third fact, um, uh, I know Wayne pointed about. I'm not from here. Um, and my favorite story I like to tell is that um, there's almost was a joke in the office that before working at UWSA, Paul didn't know anything about baseball softball. He said, "What's this stick? What's this ball?" <laughs> Which is not not true um, <laughs> at all. But, what's uh, this, what's uh, this ball? ball? Yeah, uh, but I will tell you that my um, first trip to the United States when I grew up in Northwest London was to see my uncle in Ohio, and I remember going to a sporting goods store. I don't remember what it was, uh, and my parents bought me a softball. And I don't know why. I think they thought we'd end up causing more damage in the yard with um, with the baseball. And I remember holding it, and the first thing I said was, "It's not very soft." 
Uh, <laughs> so it's a silly personal fact about me. That right. it, there's, there is, my career later on is almost ominous. That's a fun fun fact. It almost is like a bar of the waters. And fact. you grow from there, right? You grow from there, exactly. Well, so the, nice. the three things you need to know brought to you by Longboards Tiki Beach Grill in Cocoa Beach. And um, a lot of our athletes are staying there as well. They are. Yeah, but, right yeah, but, there but, on but the beach. Fantastic place to go. Um, and, and let me tell you, they're right there on the beach. You can find them on Facebook if you want to look them up. Um, and you can actually enjoy casual, laid-back atmosphere at their covered tiki bar, which I know you love that fast yes. roof, um, with direct ocean access with a beautiful pool deck. So when you go there, you know, when you're over on the beach side, when it comes back, you've got this beautiful deck, you've got the beautiful bar, you've got the TV screens for the football and all the different sports, uh, re refreshing frozen <laughs> drinks, enticing lunch specials, and a diverse menu of appetizers and entrees. So and my favorite, which is the couches that surround the fire, oh, the little nice. fire pits that they have. A great way to spend an evening and just to relax and enjoy. So yeah, yes, Bonnie's been known to sit around a fire pit when it's ninety-five degrees. I would do that. You yeah. see, I'm, those I'm with you. Very true. Yeah, well, good. Absolutely. Okay, Paul. Thank you. you. I want to tell you they're open till midnight, weather permitting, of course. They also have kids menus, so it's not just something for the grown-ups. Bring the kids out there, and this weekend they've got live music all weekend. So go check them Love out. It. Great, great place to go see. So uh, tell them yeah. Bonnie sent you. Is that always yes, tell, tell them, them Bonnie sent you. Ask for the Bonnie King drink. I might be there. You know? Ooh, what <laughs> would be the Bonnie King drink? <laughs> Seriously, if they was like Bonnie, you have carte blanche. What what is what is it besides a wine? What would you frozen wine? Maybe what would you make? Well, no, really, I am I am a Chardonnay, but then I do Kahlua and cream. There we go, simple but good and delicious. Like dessert, you know. What can I say? Stop hitting on Bonnie there, Phil. Hey, I'm just saying. I lost a little bit of weight, so let me get my swagger back here. You get comfortable, man. So hey, so Paul, what were you doing like right before you joined them in '09? Were you in England or were you here? No, I was here, and I was actually working. Um, for a, a technology company, I was working um, that was a, a remote company actually. So uh, we were doing remote work before it was cool. Um, and then when the, <laughs> I, I knew somebody here who I knew of U Triple S A, and I had um, somebody who said to me, "Hey, we bought this pro team at U Triple S A, and uh, um, we're doing TV broadcasts, and it's headed up with this guy called uh, Bernie Gunther, who's you know done numerous Olympics, mm -hmm. and he you know he's on TV every week, and uh, they need some more technical people who are good with technology, and um, it, it might be something you're interested in. So I I came on board as a contractor and. Uh, uh, they liked me, and suddenly I'm here many years later. Wow! Um, but it, but great, it, great story. It's, it's, it is a good story, and I feel like we've. <clears throat> I used to say I was very blessed to to be involved at that time because at that time, I mean, the first year of the Pride, we played in Osceola High School. Wow! That's it. So I remember as clear as day, and and, and to see that was the beginnings of as a professional team, um, and now the fact that we're playing. Olympians, I and mean, we had Olympians on the team at it then, but uh, there wasn't as much of a place to play, not as much interest in it. But was there any, this is what this really excites me and interests me, was there any forecasting at all that this is the direction it was going? Could you see it, even though it wasn't, you know? I think some of us internally could see it. We could see that, uh, I mean, my one of my favorite uh, memories, I almost think, is I was at uh, I was in celebration at the uh, Town Tavern. I like their uh, lobster roll. Uh -huh. And I was sitting there at the bar, having <laughs> a beer having a beer and lobster roll, and um, watching the Women's College World Series. I can't remember what, um, and I remember Oklahoma playing, and uh, Lauren Chamberlain and uh, Shelby Fenley. I mean, Lauren Chamberlain is, is still, I believe, holds the highest home run uh, record uh, for the NCAA uh, for softball and uh, watching her play and I remember being there going watching the bar cheering these people were going nuts for this yeah. and I'm watching going they're coming next week we're doing a media day with them next week they're coming we've we're basically going to sign them once they're finished with this we're signing them so mm. the fact to see that crowd then you it's almost is that's kind of yep. you know manifest destiny you've seen that People like this. They want yep. to watch it. There's a market for it. And the market isn't just, it's not a financial thing. It's definitely about the equality of wanting to see, you know, if you want to watch MLB, that's fine. But you can also watch Fast Pitch and there's a market for right. it. Right. 
Absolutely, there is. I, oh. I, you know, we were talking. Oh, go ahead. No way. You tell me. I, I'm, I'm dying to ask yeah. this question. Okay. You've got 85 acres here. Yes. 15 all turf fields, yep. three championship stadiums, three high definition <clears throat> video <throat> boards, mm-hmm. covered batting cages, and a flight scope. What is a flight scope? <laughs> so, uh, flight scope. Actually, we have seven of them on property. Um, so, flight scope came to us. They originally, uh, they're a South African company that has a, I think their head office or one of their, I think it's their head office is in Orlando. Um, they are a three D radar tracking technology um, uh, developer. So um, they actually came to us as an R&D partner to say, hey, look, you know, we, we're in the tennis space, we're in the golf space primarily, they do some stuff at Wimbledon, you would never see, it's all behind the scenes, but we want to do bat and ball sports. And so they came to us and uh, we said, sure. And then we introduced them to MLB and MLB now work with them as well. Um, MLB also uses a competitor of theirs called TrackMan, but uh, uh, it basically is a 3D radar machine. There's one actually just outside this this window that we're looking to on the uh, right-hand side, there's one right there that basically looks at the field and it can see the pitch, it can see how far it was hit, and, uh, wow. and all this other. Uh, I think it's like five thousand data points or something every single every single pitch. So you mean like like when you watch Major League Major League Baseball and a guy hits a home run, it tells you distance. That the, I mean, it's, it's what the velocity it, it, yeah. was when it, it left all the that stuff. Absolutely, and this this is what that yes, does. Oh seven, wow, seven how interesting. Um, we don't use them all the time. It depends, but we use them during some of the pro games and stuff. Yeah. That's wow. pretty cool. Uh, you know, before we, yeah. we started the show, you took us to the production room, and that's yes. that's my forte. Yeah. So, like, you got to tell everybody like what that. you got in there because that is so really, that's yep. that was super actually um, between neat. myself and the other gentleman I mentioned, uh, Bernie Gunther. We we um, one of the, <laughs> I mean, watching you unpack for this podcast is it's it's good memories for us. So we've traveled all over the world and you know, for with the teams and with the youth and uh, for U Triple S A and uh, living out of Pelican cases is kind of uh, was our jam. So we we said, no, <laughs> when we get our home, we're going to build a, a control room. We're going to build a TV control room and uh, and be able to have, be able to do that without having to constantly build the production suite. That's the problem. So we, um, when we took on this this project, that was actually one of my engineering things to do was to, to map that out. And then between Bernie and I, we basically uh, built it. We were told every step of the way by integrators, by um technology suppliers, you can't do this, you can't do it this in the budget, you won't be able to do it, no one's done it before. Um, because at the time, um, the technology we have down there is, uh, is an IP workflow technology, which nobody in 2017 was doing. So we were the first site in the country to do um, to do this type of, um, of control room. And we produced remote games in um, Tallahassee, in Miami, in Kansas City, all produced back here. Uh, over public IP, and we were the first. We had articles written about us in awesome. Russia, and we, we there was a sort of a minor celebrity factor. We were getting all these people calling us, and we're like, oh, because people in the How production did you world, do this? How did yeah, you do this? people in the production world were very, very interested in what we were doing. So again, we were showing that we were on the space coast here, right. like one of the hubs of technology in the United States because of the space program. We're doing even outside of that, cutting edge things. So. Are people able to watch? Yes, absolutely. All, all the games that are here at this facility are uh, live streamed on utopiasalive.com, um, and uh, they can see them. Yeah. See, that's so great because the people that could not travel <coughs> here, and they, maybe they have relatives or their f- uh, friends and family that are here, yep. actually can just tune in and they can absolutely. watch it and see it. We've that's had, um, great. That's one, of my, one of my favorite things I'll, t- I'll tell you is that, um, so we have other sites in, across the country that are lit up as well on utopiasalive.com. There's some other complexes that we have with our directors that run our events as well, but we have um, active military uh, in Afghanistan, Iraq at the time, um, who would 
be able to watch their kids play. That was very cool for that's us. That's touching. That's very right. touching. Right. Uh, yes, and I have seen that personally, and and, these, and get these emails. People say, "Thank God, thank you so much." We, you know, they I mean, never able to watch their son play, our daughter play, and that stuff is very, very touching. That right there is a positive of yes. technology because that, that that our armed forces are over there, and and you know the, the commitment that they, they they take and their whole family takes, yep. and you're connecting them, and I love that. Yeah, and we're here, I mean, obviously we're here at the Space Coast is well known for its veteran. We have Patrick uh, Space Force Base now. I know it's and yes. yeah, it's, yes. which is great and exciting, but. Uh, uh, obviously, we have the VA right next to us as a neighbor, too. So yeah. we, we, we're very, um, obviously, pro the military um, here at uh, UAAA. And we, we have a military night coming up, for example, on the 2nd of July. We have a military night for the UAAA Pride. So I think they're bringing out some World War II um, veterans um, and some Korean veterans. And they're going to bring out a Willys Jeep and uh, nice. some other stuff, too. So we're oh, telling right. people, active, retired, you come in for free with your military ID. So please That's come great. out. That's great. And we have, um, very, we have a hotel that is very <coughs> military-oriented, yes. which is the Beachside Hotel and Suites in Cocoa Beach. Um, they are very involved with the military. Yeah. I know Michelle Martindale, who is the sales director there, is on the MAC, which military is the Military Affairs, Affairs Council. Council. Yep. And um, we, we like to promote them because, again, it's a great hotel to stay at. They've got right the beaches right there. They've got the Duck Dive Bar. They've got the Lazy River that goes oh, down man. the extent. I love a Lazy River. That's oh, my favorite. I don't have to do anything. I just sit in the thing and float. Beer, yeah. float, float. Done. <laughs> they, I know. It's, That's what it, it always is. It's the best afternoon in the world. Yeah. And if you want to go to the beach, you can take one of their little carts and fill it up with everything that you need for the beach. And doesn't they give cost you everything. Thing. They give they you a bicycle everything. and oh, everything. I, yeah, I, I need to check that. Yeah, out. Boogie it's, boards, bicycles, and anything you need, they give it all for you. So it's a it's a great family destination, Beachside Hotel and Suites, right there in Cocoa Beach. beach. It's only probably what twenty minutes, 20 minutes from from, from yes. here. From, I mean, yeah, it's minutes. it's it's just uh, it's very accessible. So yeah, Beachside Hotel and Suites, check that place out and, and go check out it. Go look at their website because the pictures on there are just they're just gorgeous. beautiful, showing they you. What was it? A six million dollar renovation. Six million renovation, and it, the the art de the art deco look, you know, retro it. look is very very cool. So beachsidehotelcocobeach.com is where you can go and look at those beautiful pictures, and call Michelle and say I want to get a room and and have a good time here on Florida Space Absolutely. Coast. Absolutely. Definitely, for sure. So you got big things plans this weekend. You got the Pride playing. We do have the Pride tonight. playing. They're playing tonight, um, and then tomorrow night we have uh, a theme night. So we have theme nights uh, typically each year. We have Bark in the Park on Tuesday. So we have Bravati Humane Society bring out dogs to adopt, and guests can bring their we dogs as well, that. which we love. So feel free to come out, bring your dogs. Awesome. Um, on Saturday, not cats, night, just dogs. Just dogs. Well, okay. I mean, you can bring a cat if you want. I don't. I don't know how the rest of the dog crowd would take it, but uh, yes, the Bravati Men's Society are going to bring some dogs to adopt as well. So we'll have some fun stuff with that. Um, and this Saturday, we're there. The Pride are playing um, Team Canada for their final game of this series, and they're we're actually going to LGBTQ uh, night for that. So uh, we'll have some fun festivities for that, and we're doing a charity auction for that on eBay um, to raise money for One Pulse as well. So awesome. we're doing good things in the community beyond just hosting sports here too, it, which it. is important. A lot of our big partners are big on giving back. Absolutely. Um, and, and you know, uh, we were talking about military just a couple minutes ago. Um, Warbird Air Museum, I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, I have Air been Command. there, yep. Fantastic. Amazing. Fantastic. And those are all volunteers. Um, that, that That is a great museum that also, again, gives back to our community. So we've got great partners here, don't we? We absolutely do. And the other thing I wanted to mention, we touched on it when we opened, when we were talking about sports. That's, our destination is a great family mm -hmm. destination. But what these kids are learning while they're here, what sports teaches about respect, yep. like you said, and, per, and persistence. And, absolutely. And, and teamwork. They, they learn this early. It's going to yep. carry on. Absolutely. Their I love that. That's one of my favorite things about what we do at UAAA because um, I grew up not as a sports kid. I was definitely not one of those sports because I was a lot more academic um, and I used to think sometimes mm, sports you know I watch it on TV you know right. it's not my thing but working in sports 
it's more than that. You see 100% the difference. Uh, fast pitch, um, not just the Pride, but with uh, the youth fast pitch, I mean, what's going on right now, um, the fast pitch program, very, very good with a lot of the development aspect. We have right. um, speak, uh, speeches by um, you know professionals in the industry, um, college athletes, the professional athletes coming in and talking about their transitions, handling themselves, carrying well, themselves. You the, know. The, the main thing that's missing in this world these days that the sports has is discipline. Absolutely. Ab- absolutely. Right. You different know? different role models outside of the parents and the family home. That that stuff is it's, it's key. And and seeing that camaraderie, seeing the teams function together um, and, and you know traveling, it's, it's so much of an opportunity beyond actually playing. Yep. Right. Now, I want to ask you a question because I'm looking at, out the, at the field behind you who maintains these fields? They are pristine. Man. My God. Well, there, there is a secret. They're tough. <laughs> Which, there's still maintenance for turf. I, I won't lie. There is still maintenance for turf. Right. Uh, we have about 1.3 million square feet of turf here. Um, and uh, we do have uh, a maintenance crew that uh, they drag them still occasionally. There's still maintenance to be done, occasionally repairs and things. But uh, the beauty of turf is, of course, you can play when it's raining. Yeah. And yeah. you guys did the same for the soccer fields, which is we a did. game changer. Yes. Game changer. <laughs> the four things you didn't know about. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, the four things you didn't know. Well, listen, I mean, and again, you talk about. I forget about that, but we actually do maintain them over there too uh, at uh, Via Regional Park, the soccer fields. That we maintain. You those talk well. about giving back to the community. That was a we big did. thing for the soccer players out here because when it get rained out, the games were rained out. I, ne- I never forget that conversation when uh, Don was in his office and he said, "We've got all this equipment here. We've got all the stuff. You know, they need. Why don't we just do this?" Right. And it was done. I, I have friends that their kids play soccer here. My daughter played soccer here for a while, and that it is. It's allowed them to to yep. play more. And you're we giving the kids we've outlets. actually had some UWSA soccer events hosted there too. Um, uh, actually, there's another Brit in the company. One of the uh, board of directors is actually a, a Brit called Craig Scriven, and he heads up the soccer program. And we have had some UWSA soccer played over there. That's awesome. Events too, so. Is there any football, American football involvement here? Um, there's not. Um, we we have had a tag football program, but uh, it's really a sort of dormant program. Um, yeah, nothing really. Well, we'll have to help create that pot. We'll get oh, that boy. going. Right. That's right. There you go. Listen, yeah. I was pushing the idea of doing cricket because the Central Florida Cricket Leagues too. I said, yeah, those should be playing YouTube Plus. We need YouTube Plus cricket. You know, 1.3 billion people around the world watch cricket. We should be doing cricket. Right. So. Well, that Listen, would be fun. That's how you start. Can you imagine? Because now we've got the uh, the Melbourne Orlando Airport now is going to be know. bringing in people in <laughs> from the the UK. They are. So wouldn't that be a fun? I actually, um, when they were discussing doing that uh, project, I actually was asked to be involved in some of the study and some of the background, um, you know, consulting work on that. They said we need somebody with an opinion. I said, well, you know. I worked in the tourism world here and I used to work in Orlando and some and I said I know how the UK market operates I know how this is and I gave them some good feedback I said the big key I will tell you is that you need to be make it both ways these can't just be like Sanford with the inbound charters these people right. come and leave it needs to be both ways because not mm-hmm. just you don't benefit just from the tourism of people coming in we locally here in Brevard County are able to then go and explore Europe and be the launch pad here. So instead of going to Orlando International, we can go to Melbourne. True. International exactly. Australia. And you got just like people for cruises come in early. Correct. People come in here early for flights. So, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Well, do we have anything else that we need to bring up? And I'm, I'm seeing you <laughs> doing your head like this. Paul, Paul you, you probably mentioned this earlier, but how, how long have you been on the Space Coast? Um, the, so we started developing this no, stuff. you. Me personally. Yes. So unfortunately, I don't live on the Space Coast. I live in Orlando. And how long have you been working here? Well, how long have you been I've working been here? working at uh, UWSA since 2009. So I've been 11 years. 11 years. Yeah. So you should have some general knowledge about some Space Coast stuff. Oh. Oh. The oh, reason gosh. why I brought no, that no, up. Oh, boy. Oh, no. now, now, I'm, now I'm on the spot. You're on the spot. We're going to play okay. Space Coast. 
Trivia! No. I'm going to say I'm on your team. Oh, you're on my team. I'm, oh, look at this. I'm, I, I'm being courted. Woo. Is that how you say it? Courted? <laughs> courted, yeah. courted. I'm, I'm being courted you. by Bonnie. Wait a minute. He's my son. He's on my team. <laughs> I've never him, been so wanted before. You had him last week. You had him last week. <laughs> <It's> my, you know. <laughs> okay, um, Space Coast trivia what space coast trivia is i have some general questions about the space coast and i only have five this time we're not doing 10 that's <laughs> but right i only have five this time and you we're gonna have teams but let me just uh, edit the team real quick because i had you guys <laughs> on the team well while we're doing while you're doing that i'm gonna give a quick plug uh new Sp space coast fun guide is out it's hit the streets spacecoastfunguide.com for all you visitors that are listening that you know you're coming to the space coast spacecoastfunguide.com you can find what to do where to do it and the newest edition is in practically everywhere in the county you can find it most pretty much every hotel every accommodation i, I think you and, and i visited every one this we, week <laughs> we did so check it out tons of new uh, events tons of new coupons tons of new fun so check it out and coupons get, are get great coupons are great those coupons and what's your cover your cover is the um, you like that my dad posed like for that no i'm just kidding <laughs> was it I really like it. no no no, no. The, 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 it's a astronaut with the surfboard that we actually courtesy of the space coast office of tourism great they just use this cover thank you charity Stuart. yes charity yes, thank, thank you. you so much charity it was fantastic help Beautiful cover, and and you yeah, know I whenever like we have the, the space things like that, it, these things just fly out of the racks because people that are opposite like intrigued. Yeah, absolutely. I love listen, it there's a map on there, which who doesn't need a map? There's coupons, and it's free. People love free, so free Check is okay. my favorite F word. Free is the price for me. <laughs> oh, that was borderline, Phil. I like that. <laughs> all right, all right, guys. So Space Coast trivia. Essentially, you guys are on the teams. So if you know the answer, just say your name. Say Don't your blurt name. out the answer, or it'll be wrong. Name. Say your name first, and That's then I'll stop. Me up last week. Okay. okay. All right. So we only got five questions here. So you guys ready to rock? Let's yeah, roll. Let's all roll. right. Here let's we go. First it. question. John. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was just testing the equipment. <laughs> all right. First question. Oh gosh. You caught, caught me off guard right there. Like, all right. Name three cruise liners that sail from the Space Coast. John. Three, John. Royal Caribbean Norwegian Carnival. <laughs> All right. That is uh, a point for Team Bonnie. Good job, Bonnie. Team Bonnie. John. Great, John. All right. Question number two. You guys have already said this in the podcast, so it's oh, not no. like I planned this. But All right. What is the name of the Air Command Museum located in Titusville? John. Wayne. Uh, Wayne. Wayne Warbird Air Museum. All Valiant right. Air Command. There you go. That's his. He had a story written about him about a plane in there. Oh wow! You should know that one. Question number three: When did Apollo Eleven launch? Paul. Paul. Nineteen sixty-nine. Congratulations, That's Bonnie. We're slipping. Everyone should know that one. All right. We did know that one. Bonnie <laughs> <laughs> right. takes two. I wasn't alive then. You guys all have <laughs> one syllable. I have two. It's oh difficult. my god. That's, that's true. That's <laughs> just say B then. <laughs> just say. Just say. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. What is the name? What's the call letters for this airport known as MLB? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the call, the call letters? letters? You already gave it. Just say the call letters. You said what they are. They're the MLB. Repeat the MLB. question. What is MLB. the name of the airport? Melbourne. Wayne. Melbourne, Orlando, uh, Regional. Wait, no. Melbourne, you, you Orlando, I said John didn't say your name. She, I did. She said B. She said Bonnie. She said B. I did. Sub, I did. I did. All right. So what is it? <laughs> My headset's not working. <laughs> Melbourne, Orlando, International <laughs> Airport. All right. You guys are tied. Oh boy. Two oh two. Boy. The so this man. is the last uh -oh. question. Winner takes all. Losers buy drinks. That's right. Lo losers and buy Bonnie's uh, Bonnie special. <laughs> all right, here we go. What year was the 321 area code incorporated on the Space Coast? 
Come on, Bonnie. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what year? That's, I can that's give you multiple choice. So. Give us multiple right, choice. It, multiple. it was either 1990, 1999, or 2000. John. Wayne. That was John. 1990. That is incorrect. Oh. It was worth 2000. That is also no. incorrect. No, Bonnie, so it it's 1999. It was November 1999. 1999. Yeah, I knew it was in the 90s. So we win? Know which yes. You yes. Win, <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. That's right. Aren't you thank so proud you of John. me? Thank you, John. <laughs> <laughs> Save me. That was good what fun. That say? was Space Coast Trivia. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Oh. All right, before we do leave, though, you were talking about food, and food, I'm a food person, okay? Oh. I, when I, I went to the bathroom earlier, and I saw a whole table full of cupcakes. <laughs> Take well, it easy, Phil. So, <laughs> thank you for telling us. Uh, so, so I'll one, tell you why, if you one like. Thing, one thing I love about going to baseball games, I used to go all the time, right, is the, is the food. What's your top concession food? Hot dogs. It has to be hot dogs. Yeah, hot, sure dogs it's hot, it's hot dogs, yeah. Wayne. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're done with the game. What is it? What is it? Uh, Pretzel, uh, nachos. I would say hot dogs. No, but he loves the peanuts. Okay, yeah, you're I like a big peanuts. peanut guy. And and I gotta know, hot dogs, of course, is is mine and a, and a Bud Light or McUltra. But I now I'm curious because you said the tray of the hot of cupcakes. Right. So the um so the currency, the current CEO uh, Don uh, Junior. His it was his 46th birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Don Junior! Um, two days ago. So there oh. was there's still leftover cupcakes for it. Nice. So. Oh well, okay. Come so get we a can cupcake. have some on the way out because awesome. there was plenty. Uh. Paul, thanks for taking the time, and thanks for giving giving us the opportunity to be up here. Of course, to look yes. over and this see. This has been an absolute blast. I'm yeah. I'm such a baseball freak, and I'm I'm looking out the window and looking at all these players, and I see bases and bats and balls, and I'm going crazy here. Do, do, I, I love it. Do you know I got to run in during one of the games I came here, and they did a thing where you could actually come and run in from the back all the way like to the third base. I think we went all the way we can arrange that again. You were you were running the bases? Yeah, I came here, took my kids to the game, and there was during the seventh and seventh inning stretch, they did a thing where you could go and stand, come around the back, and you could run in, and it was a whole a whole thing. Wow! You know how much of a runner I am. <laughs> we uh, we could we could easily arrange that again for some of the pride games if you want to come. Yeah, we can, we can have you take part in dizzy bat dance competition, you all know, the, the fun stuff. The kids get a kick out of it. They can kind of run the bases, you know. Yeah, I know. I think I think it'd be fun. Do you know fun. the words to? The seventh inning stretch. <laughs> I am not singing that. No, because no, no, also no. you know in softball we do it on the fifth inning. So, but seventh really? inning for baseball, yeah, they do. Take it for the me out to the ball. Yeah. How many Come on, American. How many American innings Idol. are in softball? Uh, seven. Oh, seven. So they do seven. So we do it in the fifth instead. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Well, we're gonna nice stick segue, around. Phil, I like that. That was a good segue. Yeah. We're going to stick around, though, because we're going to watch some of these young ladies play. Just like, Wayne, you were commenting. You were saying, boy, many years ago, I stood at I, this, this window. <laughs> I, I, said, I was telling her, and I'm giving away to all my listeners, I'm, I'm giving away my age. 38. But, but when I grew up, okay, I'm looking out here, and I see all these girls playing this today. But when I grew up, they weren't playing this. They, were, they had dolls and baby carriages. And it's how far our society has yes. come. And it's a fantastic thing it to is. see. Because uh, these girls are really phenomenal athletes. They are. They Empowering really women. Absolutely. I have a daughter. It's very, very, very important Absolutely. to watch that. You can do anything you want to do. Uh, right. and, 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 you and can do be it, anything you want to be. And do it here on the Space Coast. Absolutely. Yeah. Do it here on the Space Coast. All right. So let's look at next week. Next week we are going to be at the... Melbourne, Orlando International Airport. And we're going to be talking with David Dow, who is the senior vice president of Elite Airlines, because they have resumed the Melbourne flights now to New York and New Jersey. 
Wow. And Rob Himmler, the manager of marketing and communications with the airport, will also be on hand to give us updates on passenger services and what's happening and who's flying where and what we can do. So as I said, this is a wonderful opportunity for us, and we, we just welcome everybody to come here and land over at the uh, Melbourne Orlando International Airport. Come out here and see a great game. Check out their, tiki, their tiki bar when you come off the, the, the oh, terminal, yeah. right? You love that. Yes, I love yes. their tiki. But my favorite one is the one at Longboards. Oh, yeah. It doesn't compare. It's huge yeah. over there. That's great. Yep. It's great. So we, we just appreciate everything, Paul. Thanks so much for yeah, coming out. Welcome. You have a great weekend. I know you'll probably be here having we a good be time. Here. We all will be, too. And we will see you all next week. All right. It's a wrap. 